Welcome to the Pouring Game podcast, where we dive deep into the intersections of life, money, and community with your host, Frank Swisher. And we'll be guiding you on this engaging journey of personal finance, career development, relationships, and mental well being. With a focus on unity and positive change, Pouring Game aims to enhance your life and make a lasting impact. So tune in to gain wisdom, practical tips, and motivation that will help you make a difference. In today's episode, we'll cover the concept of cancel culture and its effects, including its similarity to Jim Crow and the concern about cancel McCarthy-like figures. I am your host, Frank Swisher, and welcome to Pouring Game. Today, we are going to talk about cancel culture. Haven't we all heard about it? It's like the new trend that's taken social media, the internet, and by and largely the world by storm. But wait a minute, what exactly is cancel culture? Well, my friend, cancel culture is all about holding individuals accountable for their actions or statements, often by boycotting or shaming them. Yep, it's a form of public cancellation where people come together to call out and condemn someone's behavior or opinions that they find offensive or inappropriate. Now you might be wondering, how does cancel culture work? It usually starts with someone sharing a controversial or offensive remark on a public platform and boom, the Internet explodes. People share their outrage, criticism, and disappointment, rallying others to join in, sometimes demanding consequences for the person in question. This can range from unfollowing, boycotting their work, or even requesting their removal from positions of influence. The power of the masses, right? But hold on, is cancel culture all sunshine and rainbows? Well, it's definitely a double-edged sword. On one hand, it creates space for marginalized voices to be heard, and teaches a lesson in accountability. But on the other hand, it can also lead to online bullying, mob mentality, and a lack of true justice. Some argue that cancel culture can be harsh, limiting free speech, and hindering productive conversations. So, my friend, cancel culture is here to stay, for better or for worse. It's a powerful force driven by social media and our collective desire for justice. But let's remember, true change often arises from understanding, empathy, and dialogue rather than mere cancellation. Thanks for listening to Pouring Game. Please feel free to reach out to Frank Swisher on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok, or sending an email to IamFrankSwisher at iCloud.com. We are open to hearing from you if you would like to be heard on an episode. Cancel culture, a modern-day courtroom, or an echo of Jim Crow. Picture this. You're scrolling through your social media feed and you see a popular celebrity trending. Without even a blink, you know they've been canceled. Today, we're diving headfirst into the murky waters of cancel culture and drawing some unexpected comparisons with an unpalatable period in American history, the Jim Crow era. Cancel culture, a term that's as hot as a summer barbecue, has evolved into a wildfire that often leaps over due process and incinerates the principles of fairness and justice. Imagine being tried without a jury, convicted without a defense, and sentenced without a chance to plead. Sounds like a dystopian novel, right? But that's precisely what cancel culture can look like. It's like an impatient chef, a dash of accusation, a sprinkle of public outrage, a generous pour of judgment, and voila, you're canceled. It's akin to walking a tightrope without a safety net. One slip, one mistake, and you're plunged into a chasm with no chance of climbing out. It's a system that leaves no room for learning, growth, or making amends. Now let's take a step back in time. 
back to the days of the Jim Crow laws. These were policies that were as bitter as gall, enforcing racial segregation and denying African Americans their basic rights simply because of their skin color. Sound familiar? Cancel culture can be eerily similar, denying someone their right to a fair trial or examination of facts. Just as the Jim Crow era ran on the steam engine of racial prejudices and stereotypes, cancel culture often chugs along on the tracks of assumptions, allegations, and social media outrage. Now hold up. This comparison doesn't mean cancel culture and Jim Crow laws are two peas in a pod. They're as different as chalk and cheese in terms of their historical context and impacts. But drawing this parallel highlights how cancel culture, in its worst form, can echo a similar disregard for justice and fairness. To navigate the choppy waters of cancel culture, we need to anchor ourselves in open dialogue and accountability. Accountability is the North Star that can guide us towards progress, but this journey should be filled with pit stops for education, understanding, and growth. I think it's time to have a look in the mirror and see where truly stand on this issue. By recognizing these parallels, we can strive to find a better balance between reckoning with wrongdoing and promoting a fair and just society. Thank you for joining us on Pouring Game. Please follow Frank Swisher on all social media under the username I am Frank Swisher. We love to hear from you. Please reach out today. We now return to Pouring Game. So today I want to talk about this trend that's been going around lately. You know, the one where people are quick to label others as the next Joseph McCarthy. It seems like cancel culture has taken a liking to this comparison. But let's take a step back and really think about it. Joseph McCarthy was a U.S. senator back in the 1950s who led a witch hunt, accusing people of being communist sympathizers without much evidence. The consequences were dire for those targeted. Their reputations were ruined, careers destroyed. It was a dark time in history, no doubt. But here's the thing. Labeling someone as the next Joseph McCarthy just because they're being critical or questioning certain ideologies is a stretch. It's important to remember that not every criticism is rooted in baseless accusations or smear campaigns. We live in a society where dialogue and debate should be encouraged, not shut down. Sure, there are instances where the call-out culture goes too far, unfairly destroying people's lives. We should always strive for fair judgments, not rushing to conclusions based on hearsay alone. But let's not dismiss every criticism as being on the same level as McCarthyism, while we should be vigilant about false accusations and excessive cancel culture, we shouldn't dismiss every critique by simply playing the Joseph McCarthy card. Let's foster healthy conversations and try to understand differing perspectives before rushing to judgment. Oh, cancel culture, with its potential for hasty judgments, lack of due process, and negative impact on individuals' lives, shares some unsettling resemblances with the Jim Crow era. Thanks for listening to today's episode where we explored cancel culture, its criticisms for being akin to Jim Crow, and the need to cancel McCarthy-like figures. See you guys at the next one, and don't forget to subscribe.